Welcome to the special bonus episode, how to get podcast hosts to feature you as an expert thought leader without taking time away from your business. And in this episode, you're going to learn a few things. So how to shift from constantly posting on social media to the same hundred people, doing things that feel inauthentic or artificially hyped, uh, spinning your wheels on training programs that put all the work on you, and even tinkering with paid traffic with no profit in sight. Uh, two, getting consistently featured as an expert podcast guest and a respected thought leader on podcast interviews without taking time away from the activities that keep your business running. So I want to set the scene here a little bit, which is we've essentially bought into a big lie, right? And I, I mentioned that in a previous episode that attention doesn't convert automatically into sales, right? So if we're chasing attention on social media, we're playing someone else's game. But I want to expound on that a little bit. And I want to take a look at some what some of the experts have said. So if you go right now and you do a, like a Google search or especially a Google image search for Facebook organic reach, you will see a bunch of charts that just go down to the right. It is, it is not a pretty picture, right? So one of the, uh, the big like award-winning social media agencies um, for startups and small businesses called Born Social, right? Here's what they had to say about all this. They said, organic social media is a gamble. The content you post organically to your profile is at the mercy of the algorithm as to when, where, and how it gets consumed. There is no guarantee your content will be seen by enough eyes to justify the investment and resource. It's a lot like entering the lottery every time you post a piece of content. And if you think more followers equals more brand awareness, you're wrong. Data provided by Facebook itself proves that clicks, engagement, and page likes show no correlation to business results. That should all be a big eye-opener for all of us. Now, here's what Simon Lamy, he's the founder of The Brain Wheel. He's an award-winning marketing strategist, and he was a previous guest on our podcast. He said, if you post for free on Facebook and Instagram today, about 1% to 10% of your fans will see that post. Facebook and Instagram want you to collect lots of followers and get a taste of reaching them for zero money, all before asking you to spend money on advertising so you can actually reach 100% of them. So with all this being said, with what the experts are saying, you might think, well, okay, well, what about, you know, paid traffic? What about Facebook, Google? Uh, you know, I see people running ads on Instagram, you know, and sending those people over to sales funnels, you know, let, let's go off and do that. Well, again, let's look at what the experts have to say. Seth Godin, one of my favorite authors and marketing experts said, while there are plenty of people happy to sell you a miracle, a self-running passive funnel of income, these magical funnels are rare. And that's because the lifetime value of a new customer rarely exceeds the cost of running the ads necessary to get a new customer. People are so distrustful and the web is so cluttered that the ads rarely have enough power to pay for themselves. And then look at what Perry Marshall said. Perry Marshall is one of my favorite marketing minds he wrote the book on Google AdWords. Uh, he's also a Facebook ads guru, and he wrote an amazing book called 80-20 Sales and Marketing. Here's what Perry Marshall had to say. So the power of instantaneous traffic from Google is seductive and alluring, but many people are disappointed by their initial results. In fact, your first few hundred dollars of pay-per-click advertising is pure education money. Some businesses were born for Facebook. Most businesses won't make a dime from it. So when you look at what the experts have to say, paid traffic can be profitable, but only after an extensive period of dedicated testing and experimentation. In fact, that's what Perry Marshall's book, 80-20 Sales and Marketing, uh, kind of covers. Is It shows you the work that's necessary to get that strategy to, to pay off. So paid traffic is possible, but it's not a quick fix. So in other words, organic reach on social media is dropping, while at the same time, paid traffic is getting less profitable with a steep learning curve. And that hasn't changed, just as a quick aside, with the times that we're in, 
right? So you might hear things like, you know, Facebook ad costs are way down. You might hear that like, hey, organic reach is way up. Like people are spending more time on social media. Uh, Both of those things can be true in certain markets, but it is very niche dependent and it's not automatically true. So uh, these are really, really big overall trends. And, uh, and, and we're, we're living in strange times, but they don't really buck the overall trends. So when you look at Facebook and Google, they essentially have a near monopoly on organic social media and paid traffic between the two of them. And as any you know, ads expert will tell you, their systems are set up to maximize their profit, not ours. So what does that mean for us, right? Those of us who want a simple, profitable, rewarding business. Well, unfortunately, it means we're playing against the house and the deck is stacked against us. So to me, that tells me it's time to play a different game. And that's what this particular episode is all about. In fact, it's what our entire micro-famous fast track is about, and I'll talk to you about that later in the episode. By changing the game and becoming micro-famous, we free ourselves from that big lie, right? The lie that the only way we can build an audience and attract clients is to be everywhere on social media all the time. You know, hype ourselves is something that we're not. Do things that feel authentic and share every aspect of our daily life, right? None of that is actually necessary to build a simple, profitable, rewarding business, And the great thing is, is that I can prove it because I work with folks that have done it. So let's look at a couple of them. Uh, These are folks who are thought leaders in their space, and they played a different game and won. So let's look at Jeff Cohn. He's the founder of Elite Real Estate Systems. Um, He built a multi six-figure business with 50 or and more now group coaching clients and sold out live workshops in less than a few years. And that was virtually no social media presence, no paid traffic, and a very, very small email list, like under 2,000 people. So how is that possible? Well, he reached new people through podcast interviews. Month after month after month, Jeff was getting interviewed by somebody about his story and sharing his clear and compelling idea, right? Let's look at another example, Dana Malstaff. She's the founder of Boss Mom. It's the number one online community for mom entrepreneurs. What was her very first hire? Well, interestingly enough, she hired a virtual assistant to pitch her as a guest on podcasts. Well, what are the results? Years later, page after page after page of organic publicity, clout, and authority. If you Google Dana Malstaff right now, you'll see her page one is like her stuff and her videos and things like that. Um, And right away, you'll start to see a couple of podcast interviews pop up. Then you go to like page two and three and you start to get three, four or five interviews. By the time you get down to like page five, page 10 of the Google search results for her, they are all podcast interviews she's been featured on. You know, how many people do you know have Google results for their name that go 10 pages deep and and way more than that of podcast interviews, right? So when somebody Googles her, that's massive, massive credibility. All those are also links back to her website, which boosts authority and makes sure that when you do search for her on Google, her website is the very first thing that pops up. So, but beyond that, Dana can actually trace a hundred grand over that a hundred grand in revenue to only one podcast interview, right? Just one podcast interview accounts for over six figures in revenue. She can trace back the people that came to her that hired her for her group program, people that bought her products, people that ended up hiring her as one-on-one coaches, you know, that sort of thing. It can even like just back to even just one podcast interview accounts for six figures in revenue for her. So those are just a couple examples of many. There are many different coaches, consultants, and thought leaders who become famous in their space without being glued to social media, without using artificial hype, without the inauthentic tactics. So if you want those same results, I want you to take the first steps in your own micro-famous strategy. And to me, that first step is to get featured on podcasts, 
deliver a clear and compelling idea that attracts ideal clients. And the good news about all this is there's a really simple formula to book new podcast interviews every single month. All you need is two things. You need a good story hook and regular pitch emails going out the door, right? So I want to shift gears here and teach you a little bit about how to craft a discovery story that gets podcast hosts to say yes. Because for most people, that's the very first challenge. It's like, well, okay, I see the value. I want to get interviewed. Uh, I know this can work for me. I know that if I get a chance to share my story and my message that people are going to be attracted to me and, and, and want to raise their hand and get help from me. But how do I, how do I reach out? Um, how do I reach out to podcast hosts and how do I get them to say yes? Well, that's what we're going to talk about. And this is all pulled from the content that I'm about to share comes directly from our micro famous fast track, right? Which features all the templates, the tools and systems to get featured on podcasts every month, deliver a clear and compelling idea and attract ideal clients. So when it comes to booking new podcast interviews every month, your story hook does 80% of the heavy lifting. Now in the fast track, we actually show you how to craft six different types of compelling stories, but I want to pull out just one of those for this episode today. We'll start with the discovery story. Now, every expert or thought leader has a discovery story. To uncover that, you want to think about your eureka moment, right? So what you want to do is you want to start with the results that you're getting. Now, this could be for yourself or this could be for clients, right? If you're a coach, consultant, uh, maybe you sell professional services, you're an agency owner, whatever, you, this could easily be focused on what results you're getting for clients. But what you want to do is you want to work backwards from the results and how you're solving the problems and go back to the events that caused the original insight. Why do you do things the way that you do them, right? So for me, I have a few different discovery stories that I can share depending on the content I'm sharing, right? Uh, for my micro-famous brand, my discovery story is the accidental split test, right? So I talk about how I started two different podcasts in the same industry at the same time and essentially got to run a split test uh, basically by accident. And it showed me uh, kind of some original flash of insight that you didn't need a massive audience in order to make massive profits. That's what sent me down the path that led to the micro famous book and, and now even the podcast that you're listening to right now. That's my discovery story, but that's actually just one of them. I have several others because it's all about leading back to what, starting with whatever results you're getting now, go back and see what was it that gave me that original flash of insight right? That led to me trying something or experimenting with somebody that proved that I was right about that. And now it's informed how I do things now. So ideally, your story hook is going to back up your bold opinions. And that bold opinion grabs attention and naturally leads into your clear and compelling idea. Now, if you're having trouble connecting those dots, we'll talk about that in a second. So here are some things to look out for when you're looking for that eureka moment. You had a flash of insight that solved a key problem. Maybe you saw an unusual spike in results. That's what happened to me. Let's say you made a critical decision to turn your life or your business around. That might be your eureka moment. Or maybe you discovered a new technique or new technology. You know, if you, if you have discovered something innovative, a new way of doing things, or maybe even a new software, right? What's the flash of insight that sent you down that path? And finally, maybe you created or uncovered a tactic or approach that generated new and different results. So maybe it's not like a technology thing, but maybe it's just a different tactic, right? Maybe you discovered something about ads or about organic social media or about design or about marketing or whatever, but that tactic or that approach generated new and different results. That's what you're looking for when you're digging back in, into your own experience, looking for your discovery story. 
remember to look beyond your own experience because your client's success is often part of your discovery story. In fact, I think it can be one of the most fertile ground for discovery stories, one of the places that we can look to and give us the most raw material for a good discovery story. Because as coaches and consultants, a lot of times our clients actually get our best work, right? Because that's where our brain power goes. That's where we feel more accountable. And so sometimes, I mean, you can see this with marketing agencies all the time. Their clients are the ones getting their best marketing work and their agency gets the leftovers. So remember to, to think of yourself like that and go, hey, maybe it's not just about my results that I'm getting for myself, but what results have I been able to get other people? And there may be an amazing discovery story there in the experience that you've got for others. Now let's look at creating a bridge to your clear and compelling idea. So a bridge is a transition, it's a segue, maybe a bold opinion, but it's something that ties your discovery story to the clear and compelling idea that you wanna share. It can even be like an example, a key concept, a key phrase. Like when you're talking about a bold opinion, for example, that's something that we show you how to uncover and map out in the fast track using our point of view template map in the question board. So if you're not sure like what these different things mean, if you're not sure yet what your clear and compelling idea is, that's okay, right? That's something that the fast track will help you do. But I want to point out that when you're getting interviewed on a podcast and you're sharing your story, you want to make sure that the conversation goes in the direction you want it to go so that it leads to a chance for you to share the clear and compelling idea you want to share that day, because that's the thing that's going to make people's ears prick up and go, wow, I, I want to reach out. I want to connect with that person. I want to hear more from that person. So remember, when you're sharing your discovery story, if it doesn't always lead into your clear and compelling idea, you want to make sure that you have a bridge ready ready to go. So you can go right into that and transition right into your clear and compelling idea. Don't leave it up to the podcast host to do that. So for example, uh, a bridge might sound something like this. That's when I really learned X, which led me to what I'm doing now, right? I mentioned my own personal story of the accidental split test. And for me, that's kind of my bridge, right? So I start off by sharing the accidental split test. And then, then I say something like, that's when it really dawned on me that you don't need a massive audience to generate massive profits. And that's what sent me down the road that led me to writing the book, Microfamous, right? So I actually used a bridge on you earlier in this conversation. Like, and you probably didn't even notice that that's what I was doing. But that's the purpose of that is to make sure that you get a chance to share and transition into the main thing that you want to share from your discovery story. Now, what is your clear and compelling idea? Well, like I mentioned, the Fast Track has all the tools and templates that we've designed and used with our agency clients to help you figure that out. So once you have your discovery story, it's time to get featured every month. So you can share your discovery story, attract ideal clients, and become famously influential to the right people. But what is it that keeps us from getting booked on podcasts every month, right? Because some people go out and they realize the value and they make a couple of pitches and they go on a couple and then it kind of falls off the wayside, right? Because there's research, there's sending the pitch emails, there's scheduling, there's follow-up. And if you're an entrepreneur, especially if you're a high-level entrepreneur that teaches other people how to build businesses, like this is all doable stuff. The problem is it's time-consuming. But what if I could give you all the shortcuts I built for myself and our agency clients, right? What if I could give you all of my tools, the checklist, the worksheets, preloaded Trello boards, all that. So it was actually easy to uncover your clear and compelling idea. It was easy to book your first 10 podcasts and then hand the process off to someone else without having to train anyone, without having to manage the process and without hiring an expensive PR agency. Well, that's why I created the Microfamous Fast Track. It's a shortcut. It's not a training. So the Fast Track is a set of templates, tools, and systems designed to get you featured on podcasts, deliver a compelling message, and attract ideal clients. So it includes things like preloaded Trello boards, 
pitch email templates, scheduling system and templates for that, a whole email swipe file of pitch emails, uh, short video trainings that show you how to use each template, and then spreadsheets and printable checklists for anyone out there that's not a big user of Trello, right? Trello is the project management system that my agency runs on. And a lot of people use Trello in their business. And so we can share these preloaded Trello boards that you can just start using right away and everything is pre-built into them, right? So it makes sharing very easy. So I want to pull out a quick example here of what's included in the fast track, right? So I mentioned booking your first 10 podcasts. Well, we've got the, all the tools and, and templates that you need. So we've got a research spreadsheet and video trainings to help you find podcast hosts that are already in your existing network, right? These are the people that you're probably already connected to or you're mutual friends with, and all they need is a good reach out. So we're going to give you template messages to pitch yourself and get the yes. We've also got calendar templates and a simple scheduling system so you can finalize the details and book your recording sessions. And then you even get access to four weekly live review calls where we actually review your pitch with you, right? Your pitch emails and help you tweak them and improve them so that when you send those pitch emails out, they get better results. That's all included in the fast track. So if you're not sure if you have a clear and compelling idea that attracts ideal clients, we've got you covered there too, because the fast track includes all the tools and templates to help you craft a compelling message that attracts the right people. So all of this is included, the point of view question board, the point of view map, which is a template Trello board. We've got a video training on the clear and compelling idea, as well as a template board for crafting your compelling stories. These are the exact Trello boards that I use with our agency clients to help craft their point of view and uncover their clear and compelling idea, right? And so not only do you get all the tools, but you get the training that shows you how to use the tools, more importantly, so that you actually get the results, so that you uncover a clear and compelling idea that speaks really, really deeply to the people that you care about the most. So one of the folks that, gone, that has gone through this program said, like, the program gave me amazing insight into the different levels for reaching out to podcast to pitch. Each module was essentially a level in creating a deeper connection to provide a genuine and honest pitch for their show. Matt helped me form, formulate the perfect pitch within a six-week time frame. We've landed five top podcasts in our industry and are in talks with more. That's what Jordan Ashley had to say. She's a consultant. Uh, another consultant, Erica Quigley, said the program provided the exact steps and system to help save time to begin pitching podcasts right away. And that's really important to me because I wanted to create something that was a shortcut, not just another training that needed to be absorbed and, in order for it to be implemented, right? Uh, and when you're ready to hand off that whole, you know, research and pitching and scheduling, uh, the fast track also includes our whole podcast pitch assistant system, which means you can turn any team member, any intern or assistant into a fully trained podcast pitch assistant. So when they go through the system and they go through the video modules, your assistant can be sending pitch emails by week two and booking interviews for you by week four. So it's completely hands off for you. Whenever you decide that you want to kind of get that process off of your plate, they can just log into the fast track, go through that system and get started with zero training needed from you. So they get video training modules. They get email templates that are meant for assistance to send instead of the ones that are for you. They get a whole tracking and reporting system. So you know what they're doing. They get a whole email pitch swipe file of different emails they can pull from for, for ideas on top of the templates. And then there's also a handoff process guide so that you know exactly what they're supposed to be doing at each stage. So you kind of know what that handoff process should look like. 
Uh, and the question that I get a lot of times is, well, this all sounds great. And I can, I can definitely book, you know, 10 podcasts myself just following those, those templates and tools, but then I want to hand it off to somebody and I, I'll, I'll probably need to get somebody off, you know, uh, brand new. Cause I don't have anybody on my team that can do this. So the question is, can you hand this off to a brand new assistant? And the answer is absolutely yes. So one of my connections in the coaching world sent me this as shortly after he bought the program and he said, Hey, I just wanted to thank you for putting out pitch assistant, uh, the system we signed uh, Royce, which is his VA up this week. And I already got a yes on a show. So you can absolutely send somebody brand new. I see it happen all the time when an expert will get the fast track and hand off um, the pitching process to an assistant. They go through that pitch assistant system that's, that's integrated into that. And then bam, the next thing you know, there's pitch emails going out the door and interviews being booked within two to three weeks. So here's what somebody's had to say who went through that whole program. Said Matt does a great job of explaining the nuts and bolts of podcast pitching. Just having the email templates alone would save anyone hours of work and lots of trial and error. By the second week, we'd already started filling the calendar with podcast interviews. So what's the value of one highly targeted podcast interview? To me, not only is it one new relationship with a potential referral partner, maybe even a mentor, you know, that, that might result in a new speaking engagement. You definitely get, you know, one introduction to a very targeted audience or community, but you also get online social proof and backlinks to your site. So there's all kinds of insane benefits just from one highly targeted podcast interview. And I'll give you an example. Uh, one of my other friends in the, in the consulting world sent me this because he went through the program and sent his VA uh, and kind of handed off the process. So his VA is pitching him on podcast every week. And he said, hey, I just got a message from a gentleman who reached out because I got featured on a podcast. He's bringing me in to do a webinar for his audience. It's one of the primary ways I get clients and get people to purchase my products. And it all came from being featured on a podcast. I highly recommend the program. The results you can get are almost unlike anything I'm seeing, any other marketing strategy I'm seeing working right now. And that's from Zach Hammer. He runs an organization called Real Estate Growth Hackers. So for more details on the Microfamous Fast Track, just go to getmicrofamous.com slash fast track. You get all the details, uh, the overview of the program. You can see you know, what the Trello boards look like. You can see what the materials look like, all the checklists, all the tools, the templates, the systems, you know, the feedback from people who have uh, gotten the Fast Track, all that fun stuff. But I just want to finish out with this. The world is starving for leaders right now. And if you want to be that kind of person, then to me, you're a thought leader. I don't care if you consider yourself one right now or not. If you have any drive inside you to teach, train, and lead people, I want you to be able to do that. And I want you to be able to have a simple, profitable, rewarding business in the process. What I don't want to see, and it's the whole reason I create stuff like this, and it's the whole reason I run my agency, I don't want to see people with amazing content that has the power to change other people's lives. I don't want to see them stuck on the sidelines because of dumb things like, not understanding the technology to launch a podcast or not having the tools to find your clear and compelling idea or, or not knowing where to get started on, on getting featured on a podcast. Like there's a whole group of people out there that need your content. Like their lives can be changed and you have content that can change their life. Like I want to help you get that content into their hands. And so I don't want you sitting on the sidelines. I don't want your opponents, your competitors, your other coaches and consultants in your space. I don't want them getting featured on podcasts when you're not and people coming to them instead of you, right? I want people that need your content to get it, right? That's where I get my sense of fulfillment from. I know that's probably where you get your sense of fulfillment from. Like you have people that you want to serve. You have people that you want to teach, train, and lead. And if you want a shortcut way to reach them, deliver a compelling message, and attract more of the right people into your world and sign up more ideal clients, 
I really, really encourage you, please go check out the Microfamous Fast Track. To me, it's the next step in, in taking what you've learned in this series of podcast episodes and putting it into practice. There's a lot of things you can do in marketing. I've done a lot of things in marketing for coaches and consultants. I haven't encountered anything like the world of podcasting that has the direct effects that I've seen, right? Uh, organic social media, like we said, the reach is dropping. One to 10% of people are seeing your posts. And if you want to pay extra to reach more of them, that's, that's a hard road as well. Uh, that does not get profitable very quickly. It takes a long time to figure that out. And so what do you do? Uh, to me, the answer is go get featured on podcasts. Go reach to the, the people that are already out there. They are looking for content. They're looking for solutions to their problem. That's why they're listening to those podcasts to begin with. They're looking. They're not just sitting back on Facebook scrolling through pictures of, of what somebody ate yesterday, right? They're on podcasts. They're listening to podcasts. They're downloading shows. They're looking for new shows to listen to because they're looking for solutions to their problems. And if you've got a solution to their problem, that's one of the best places you can go to reach them. So like I said, I invite you to go check it out. Go to getmicrofamous.com slash fast track. I so, so appreciate your time and your attention on this series of podcast episodes, the whole roadmap to Microfamous. I really appreciate your time and your attention. Thank you for reaching the end of the journey with me. And I hope you'll take the next step and we'll talk to you soon. 